Hey everybody, thank you so much for downloading and listening to The Fate of Ison. I'm DM Brad, and this is Chapter 6, Episode 32. We've done it, folks! I know I've been saying we're near the end of Chapter 6 for the last dozen or so episodes, but this is actually it. This episode is the final episode of Chapter 6. We're here! We did it! There are going to be some mini-sodes after this, uh, with each of the players individually talking about their character's next moves, uh, and then we'll spend a short while looking at other things happening around Ison before we jump into Chapter 7. Last episode, we asked you to jump onto Spotify and drop us a review there with Spotify's new podcast reviewing option. And a lot of you did, which is great. Thank you so much for doing that. Uh, If you listen to our show on Spotify and haven't done that yet, please consider doing it whenever you get a chance. Okay, it's the final episode of this chapter. Let's hop in the recap machine. Last time, the Apple Squadeth faced off against a blue dragon in the decimated city of Osrin. The dragon gave them a run for their money, but they eventually defeated it, and in the aftermath, Trestlespoon was reunited with his long-lost love, Sharongus Twinkleborn. The other day I was going to be in a like a live reading of My Immortal for some reason and I was just trying out uh, to see if I could do like British accents and do a Harry Potter voice and over and over in my head I was going like I'm I'm Harry Potter you know like trying I'm Harry, I'm Harry Potter. Potter. I'm Harry Potter. And then I stepped out of the bathroom and my flatmate was there and he shocked me and scared me. And then because the only thing that I'd been thinking in my head before that had happened was... <laughs> so I just yelled, I'm Harry Potter. <laughs> in a scared <laughs> and, way. And, I, and just walked away. I had to apologize the next day. <laughs> I was just like, I'm. sometimes people say they think I'm a bit weird. And like, <laughs> I don't really get it. But that time... Um, <laughs> I like how you had to apologize the next day. Like, you were so mortified you yeah. couldn't talk to you them to for 24 hours. You had to go straight into the fetal position. I, I, I can't out process things in the morning. I was like, that was a normal thing. No, I went, I was so embarrassed. I went back to my room and I was like, fuck. <laughs> I that I was Harry Potter <laughs> I at someone. Have said I, was Harry Potter. <laughs> I shouldn't have said, and he was also going into the bathroom. So I couldn't like stop him and be like, ah, sorry that I just yelled, I'm Harry Potter at you <laughs> before you go poo poo. Let me just explain that I only did it because it was all I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> and not because I really wanted to be Harry Potter, but because that's no. the only British accent I could think of at the time. Harry Potter. For, it was, well, yeah, I mean, my immortal's a Harry Potter fanfic, so that's like, yeah. it was for a Harry Potter thing. And I, I thought was it was an Evanescent song. That's, uh, that shows my age. No, you're right, it is, <laughs> but it's also a really terrible, very infamous fan fiction. Nice. With like a main character insert called Raven Dementia Darkness No wait <laughs> Way oh or something. It's 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 yeah, it's very like, oh, this is my goth insert and like lots of people are like, is it real or was it a troll or no one knows. Cool. So hey everyone, welcome to Play Bison. <laughs> I'm Harry Potter. I'm Harry Potter. <laughs> and I'm sitting here with some people. One of them has a hat on his head. Yeah I was taking uh stuff to the tip with Mum all day. So I am pretty gross. <laughs> I thought you were embodying Trestlespoon and his magical <laughs> hat of infinite things that I'll he put needs. put a sandwich under here. I thought you were talking about your friend Mumbleday. The old Mumbleday crop <laughs> snatch or whatever I turn my mum's surname into. Mumbleday. Crop snatch. 
Did you just say crotch snatch? I said cron. Cron like tron. Not crotch snatch. Did you just jam two words for like the female nether region together and just go good enough? (laughs) That's where it came from. That's what her name is. This is my mom, booby tit. (laughs) Vagina lady. (laughs) No! Oh no. Gnomes and Ison are gross. This is the leader of my orgy team. <laughs> Actually, that makes a lot of sense now. <laughs> Gnomes are gross. <laughs> Look, we've just started and you've already started. They're, they're, this is fiddle, they're fiddle hands movie dildo. Oh. <laughs> nasty with a G. Uh, oh, <laughs> nasty. Yeah. Um, anyway, that was Josh. That's who he is. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. And there's a there's a person who who I can't see what they look like right now. So I'm just gonna have to wing it. They are surrounded by Pokemon. <laughs> Jokes on you. My covers are up, but uh, I am. I'm always surrounded by Pokemon. It's kind of we kind of all are since Pokemon Go. Yeah. <laughs> so true and so deep. They're just floating really? everywhere. Who would have thought that Pokemon would have become the first Digimon? <laughs> I'm going to write a paper on that. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I don't know how to write. <laughs> uh, and there's a there's another person, and she has uh, she she has hair. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I do. Pretty much everywhere. It's actually kind of a problem. Um, I don't like talking about it, but, you know, lots of females grow hair where they shouldn't. So I don't think we should be ashamed about that. And also free the hair. Stop shaving your legs. Because I am, mostly just because I'm lazy. But hi, I'm also Marley Craft, <laughs> played played by Jules, uh, half-elf bard ranger who likes to fuck shit up. Yep. And the last thing that uh, Marley uh, fucked that shit up uh, was a, a blue Bread. dragon mm. oh, no. in the in the city of Osrin, where uh, yeah you arrived with the intent of reuniting with uh, Tresselspoon's long lost love, Sharonga's Twinkleborn, and still can't get over the fact still that we improvised that whole side quest. Still <laughs> it's funny. Still funny all this time later, um, and. Uh, yeah, you, you arrived to find that the city had been decimated. Um, you know as a fact that it had been destroyed by the very much larger uh, blue dragon called Tatsu, mm. um, whom Marley met in the desert uh, like a week before this, um, who, yeah, obliterated the city in anger. And, yeah, you, you what you see now is as just a scene of absolute ruin. It's, it's a city that is not a city anymore. It's just rubble. Uh, there are survivors who are eking out just a way to get through each day. And as the sun is fading from the sky and night is very much upon you, um, some of these survivors um, have come to greet you. And one of them is a young gnome lady who, who thanks you all for being heroes and then recognizes a certain little man. Says, uh... uh Tressel, Tressel Spoon. Sharongus. What are you? Hey, I haven't seen you since you went out for smokes like 150 years ago. Yeah, yeah. I, I got scared, but I thought, I, I, I thought I'd come back just to see, say, just to say hi. I, want, I wipe sweat off my brow. 
Do you want to meet your son? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> is there a gnome? Is there a gnome version of Maury? <laughs> like Ma- Marley just grabs him by the shoulder a bit and sort of like you know to like pat, like squeeze, like support. Um, but she actually casts heroism on him just to oh. like imbue you with bravery, you know, okay. to like, she's like, you can do this. But like, she yeah. doesn't say that. She just kind of okay. gives you like a little shoulder squeeze and you feel can, a bit braver. I can feel it. I feel a bit yeah. more like liquid yeah. luck in Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. A little mm. bit like that. Mm. Feel it um, something. Yeah. yeah. And, and without, uh, without role playing it up, too much um the basic gist is that it is nighttime um you've just killed the young blue dragon that has been tormenting these few survivors for the past week so they all they're they're all very celebratory they're all clapping you on the shoulder and and Mm. they're a bit scared of hodge and arcus because they're kind of oddities but they understand that you've done a heroic thing they've been freed from this thing and now they can actually start to try and pick their lives back up okay is the just and yeah and Sharongus is is in that same boat and she says she lost um her bookshop that she was running um when in the dragon attack uh but now she can sort of start to think about what comes next for her life and she asks what you do and <laughs> ask for like the the whole catch-up of like what have you been doing all you know for over a century and what are these things <laughs> this blue thing that is has been killing us all and what's the name of a bookshop um let's see it's called shrongus's books <laughs> <laughs> it's called twinkle books okay um can i twinkle so tales Mal- twinkle tales That's twinkle good. tales alliteration shrongus's Shirong- twinkle tales um <laughs> so Man, okay. Yeah, I bet that um, tail so I, does twinkle. Yeah. Wow. Twinkles in the moonlight. <laughs> what does that mean? Is What's that where gnomes... I have no okay. idea. What is tail a euphemism for? Her butt? Her Twinkle butt, tail. Yeah. Has she or got like, a shiny butt? Like chasing tail. Hey, 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 Tristle Spoon, does she have a shiny butt? <laughs> Would a gnome do that? She's got track pants on and she, you turn, she turns around and on the butt it says shiny. <laughs> oh, damn. It's like bedazzled. You should call your bookshop after that. Um, Twinkle tail. So I feel more confident. Can I roll a perception check to see if the vibes I'm getting back from her are can, romantic, can we get a vibe check, platonic? Please? Yeah, can I? I actually need a vibe uh, check. Yeah, well, that, that would be insight. Okay. 17. That's good. That's good. Vibe check. Yeah, you, you, you get a good read on her and you, you're catching a lot of direct eye contact and like she is she is happy and very thankful for all of you mm. but especially for you as a focus on me yeah oh man okay uh i i walk steadily this is just channeling high school i i walk <laughs> up to Sharongus and say um i try to look her in the eyes as much as i can i say um so uh do you want to do you want to uh, g- go somewhere maybe we we could talk Okay, um, make a charisma roll, and this is just going to be on a scale of 1 to 20, but of, of, like, she doesn't want to at all, like, mm-hmm. to, she, that's the only thing she wants. <laughs> to get out of here. Hey. She looks around at the decimation of her city and, mm. and at the people she's been surviving with this past week, and, and at the, the fact that it's sort of dark, and she's like, I don't, 
I don't know if now's the best time, but yeah, I mean, yes, I'd love to catch up. Maybe in the morning when the sun comes oh, up, we yeah, can. Yeah. I can show you. Yeah, what's yeah, Left yeah. of my bookshop and. Yeah. No. Great. Yeah. Sorry, I shouldn't have said. Sorry, it's stupid. Show up his feet. in a pool of blood. You you kill a blue lightning lizard thing. Yeah. And then you try and hit on me. Like, who do you think you are? <laughs> yeah. So it's, I, I I I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Molly, Molly is definitely watching all of this with like. Trestlespoon has gone a shade of purple. Yeah, like she's <laughs> she's been like, oh please let this go well, you know, like watching like a romance show where you're like, oh I really hope they get together, and then you're like, oh no, it's going horribly wrong. Oh god, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and she so- sort of steps over and and says. Uh, I'm so sorry to bother you, Trestlespoon, but as you know, the fate of the world depends on you and only you can um, save the world and and we will need to leave maybe quite early tomorrow. Um, We probably only have a few hours here. I know that you said you really wanted to come here and um, do something. I I didn't know what it was. Uh, Yeah, I just wanted to... At this point, which is what I would do, is Trestlespoon is treating Sharongus' uh, postponement of a one-on-one meeting as yeah. a complete rejection. Um, so he's uh, he's he's curled up and died inside. Yeah, no, no. So that's why Marley is just to make it clear. Like, just to make it perfectly clear. No, no I know. Personal that's experience why related like, to this, but he's curled yeah. up and dead inside. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why she's like, oh, the fate of the world depends on you, and it's all on you, and you know, like she's yeah, trying to yeah, yeah, yeah. run out. And okay. pipe, you know, we got, you know? Yeah, we got heaps of important stuff, so it's, yeah. you know, it's not a big... Either way, it doesn't yeah. matter. With Marley hyping up your importance and putting, like, a time pressure on the situation, yeah. mm. roll again. Oh, really? This is just and one the same thing, a char- charisma. 17. Okay, yeah, so that's that's a lot better. She, she, she was on the verge of walking away, and yep. then she's like, um, you you know what? Yeah, time, time. I mean, time is short. And she looks around, and she's like, "I mean, us gnomes, we live a long time, but as this city proves, I mean, it could all go away in an instant." Yeah, yeah. yeah let's yeah. let's let's reconnect. It's been too long. <sighs> okay, cool, 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 cool. And she, well, just and uh... then she makes like a competitive eye contact with Marley, like, "You back off, my man." Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> And Molly goes, yeah, no, that's that's great. Uh, we'll be over here helping with the people. Um, when when you're finished, Trestlespoon, uh-huh. please. Um, yes, yeah. and she's like bowing, walking away. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll we'll be here yeah. when you're when you're done uh, on your yeah. own time. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Arcus follows, but like very loudly leans into Marley and like yells, "That was awkward, ha!" Huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Molly goes. Molly just holds like a lot of clouds around your mouth. I imagine it's doing that <laughs> animated thing where your mouth becomes really long. Yeah, know? especially when we're wrong. Yeah. And then like okay, tries cool. to yeah. touch tries to tuck cloud under my arm, like literally body carry you off. Like Yeah. I wonder if he'll tell her she's the whole reason we're here. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> uh that's cool that's cool guys uh uh 
I'll see you later. We literally stopped saving the world to go find her. <laughs> I'm I'm like enthusiastically <laughs> waving as I'm carried off. <laughs> yeah. Um I think I think Marley will actually legit just we don't have to role play this out, but like legit go help. She'll get Hodge to like move rubble and whatever yeah. needs kind of helping with for a few hours while Trestle's phone. And Arcus will watch. Yeah. Yeah, fair. Yeah. So mo- most people are yeah, as I said, they're relieved that like the thing that's been stopping them from fixing their lives is now dead. But at the same time, it is nighttime mm. and they are exhausted. They are just trying to find shelter for the most part, food yeah. and shelter. Yeah, so I think Mali will just generally help with that, you know, trying to set up some kind of shelter for people, like standing up some rubble and putting some things on top and, yeah. Yep. So, like, we'll rebuild tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and she'll go uh, around and she'll like cure wounds and help people and that kind of stuff generically. Yep. So, do you plan to just sort of potter about the <laughs> potter, um, potter, potter about for the rest of the evening and then eventually rest? Yeah. While... So I'll I'll basically blow all spell slots. I know that sounds dangerous to say, but I'm going to fuck it to to help. You know, like I'll I'll heal yep. people and help people and song of rest and. Blah blah blah. I'd like to like construct a hammock out of my own clouds and <laughs> float around on it behind Marley <laughs> while she's doing work, but like snoozing, you know? <laughs> Sipping yeah. a lovely cup of ass tea. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get someone to bring me some lemonade. Yeah, so I've kind of got like the hammock tied to me, like. Yeah, so like everywhere I go, it's like just the ultimate me. juxtaposition of hard work versus yeah. hedonism and laziness. You know when people, uh, when in cartoons, when people are sad and they got like a little cloud floating over their head to make them sad, like that. But it's a hammock of laziness. Um, okay, JD, you're gonna have to make a religion check. Great. Um, and yeah, you're gonna have to get at least eighteen because that's that's mad. <laughs> uh. I rolled a 16 and my religion is plus six. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You successfully convert your own body into a hammock and you float around behind Marley (laughs) to illustrate how industrious she is and how lazy you are. Why do we get the best rolls when we're doing the stupidest shit? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, hey, this thing doesn't count for anything. Nat 20. And is that just how you spend the evening before an eventual sleep? Yeah, yeah. I think Molly would work until she felt exhausted by, you know, and, and by that I mean like she, all of her magic's kind of been spent and then she would yeah. just sort of collapse. So in that case, the the only meaningful thing happening um, is, yeah. is Josh reconnecting with Sharongus mm-hmm. and we won't fully role play it because it'll just be awkward. <laughs> no, do, do. <laughs> I want, do I want two hours. Um, yeah, I guess we'll we'll summarize like what are your main intents? Wow. Um, like what are things that you would want to cover? Because yeah, it, you are running out of day. Yeah. We set up a little restaurant, and Marley and I will play characters that are your waiters while you awkwardly talk. <laughs> are your goals? Are your goals to like reconcile past? issues or try yes. and forge a future or like what what are, you, what are your goals here discuss the past to reconnect in the future if you survive yeah depending do on the survival her, of the thing 
the full like situation of your story and what you did for the the gnomes that you had because she would have known that you were <laughs> when you met her you were on a mission to you know find your gnome family and... she would have known yes <laughs> cancelled <laughs> could that be a fair reason why uh so trestlespoon went out for a pack of smokes which it gnome smokes mm. um and then he would have found a trail or being kidnapped or something that took him away from her yeah because one, one thing will she one, one thing she'll ask is what like where did you go and why didn't you come back yeah and trestlespoon went down to the river to get two lovely glasses of fresh water and some smokes <laughs> <laughs> some smoko candies a, yeah 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 and then he had a sack put over his head and he was gone and then he survived that and then he found trails towards his family. So it, that was what happened. Okay. Yeah, so you got taken away from her, and then you were like, okay, well, I will go back eventually, but, like, i got to follow this. Yeah. It's One funny thing how went to Marley was like, if you want to write anything to anyone, send a message. Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, nah. <laughs> it's just my well, it's been. It was so long, <laughs> Yeah. you know? It's been 150 years, hasn't it? yeah i mean you I, get i just i mean i just made that up i don't after a point it's just like i don't you know it's better to leave it put it to the back of your mind you know right. you didn't want to have to call up and find out that she died and then be sad about it yeah these the flimsy way romance goes sometimes mm. you or know she, you just right, gotta let to it else. sit yeah 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 who knows what happened it's been 150 years that's, that's so long yeah, if i did that to a girl i would you know I wouldn't yeah. message her anymore. Yeah, after 150 years, if you hadn't talked, then you wouldn't message again? No, probably not. <laughs> 3 a.m., 170 years later. You up? You up? <laughs> <laughs> I love that we both said no, the same thing. I'm the buried in the ground. Text. <laughs> Episode title, you up? You up? <laughs> um, so we discussed that. My suggestion would be we would go and sit on the on the swings in the playground. That didn't get destroyed, right? Yeah, that's right. And, uh, yeah, we have this heart-to-heart. I don't know if you want to role-play any of it, if you're no, feeling thanks. up to it. <laughs> okay. Um, so how does this great conversation end? Yeah. I feel um, we're, I, I do feel we're robbing the listeners of some quali- quality dialogue. I think you guys dialogue. do have to role-play it just a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, she she at one point says, "Okay, uh, yeah. I mean, th- thank you for explaining what happened. Uh, yeah, I, I understand you had a lot of really important things to do. Um, yeah. And th- you, I mean, you saved a whole community of gnomes who were being held hostage by fire giants. You killed fire giants. Mm-hmm. She says that's that's amazing. And then these f- flying lizard things." You know, I mean, you said you've you've encountered like different ones, but you know, this blue one is all I've seen. But yeah, no, it, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Have you seen what my boots can do? I go to run what? up the nearest. No, tree. but they're very garish, and I got to say, I do not like them. They're they're, uh, they're not stylish, but, but can, can I go and run up a tree? Let's see if I can run up a tree with the boots on. Yeah, do you want to roll for it? You don't have to. No, can it be impressive? Yes. <laughs> Sick. I run yeah, up the run nearest up a tree. And I and I do a backflip off it and I land facing towards her. Okay, that, okay that's got to be acrobatics. Running yeah. up a tree is one thing. <laughs> run and then Spider-Man flip off it. Oh my god. <laughs> that one? That's a two. 
Oh, oh not chaos cursed. 13 for my acrobatics, that's 15. Have you got plus 13 for acrobatics? I do, isn't it crazy? Wow. <laughs> He's a spry little gnome, isn't he? I am. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's super impressive, even though you only rolled a two. That's that's amazing. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And so, yeah, the, the boots glow bright as soon as you start to find gravity. And then you do this epic flip off the top of the tree. Whoa! And she's like, yeah, that okay. I, I mean, can, I can see how someone with skills like that would, you know, take on a fire giant. Thank you. The trestle spoon does a does a T pose like gymnasts do at the end of a routine, but in a funny in a funny ironic way because he's trying to impress her. <laughs> All right, she laughs. <laughs> hey, I come back to the bench uh, where I look anywhere but her. I look towards the hills and at my feet, and then I turn to her and I say in a mumbly, soft voice, "So, do you think if uh, I if I survive, do you think I could?" Do you think there's something still still here? Uh, make a charisma check with advantage, because the the situation is stacked in your favor. So just roll twice and pick the better. Okay. Fourteen. She yeah has like a long, long pause, like an uncomfortably long pause, <laughs> and a long enough for you to be like, uh oh, I shouldn't have asked that. Oh boy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, she's processing processing the fact that a lot of time has gone by. Mm. Um, her home's been destroyed. Her her world's been destroyed. And then, but then she's like, "Yeah, okay, yep, we we got to hold on to what matters to what we got in, in times like this." Doesn't make even matter if we make it or not. We got each other, yeah. and that's a lot. First love. That's my. Can that be my internal monologue? Yeah. Yeah, um, and then the last thing she the last thing she asks of you is, but what what exactly is coming? Because um, something's coming. Yeah, it. Uh, the, I. I don't want to talk about it. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. But I'll come. I'll come back. I, I. I promise I'll come back. Oof. I go. I go. I go to uh, take two of her fingers in my gnomey hand. Okay. Why two? <laughs> I don't know. It's, an it's a number. traditional gnomish thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. You take two of her fingers in your hand. Do you take them with you, or what? Like, what is, is this a Banffor situation? I squeeze them. <laughs> I squeeze them, and I try my best to give her direct eye contact, and then I uh, break the eye contact, pull my hand away, and um, I start walking away. I thought you were gonna okay. like. <laughs> Miley's like kiss, kiss. Yeah, I know. I really <laughs> wanted it. I take off my gnome hat and I reveal the conch shell. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm walking away. I mean, that's what Trestlespoon would do. There's no reason why Shrongus wouldn't wouldn't run after me and pull my shoulder and turn me round. And so it's up to you, Brett. It's up to you. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> I just I like the fact that you left it on the line of I promise I'll come back. Mm. That I've written that down and that is um uh, like a very good anchor. Hopefully. Imagine if I don't. What a twist. Oof. Sad. Don't so say that. Do you mm. so do you find your friends? Or do you just find a place to go to sleep, assuming that they're gonna stick around? Yeah, I wander from the playground and I um go in search of 
Malianakis who are linked via hammock together. Yeah, correct? well, you'd probably find Hodge more than you'd find Mali. Mali is exhaustedly curled up in into Hodge. Oh, you know, like you might like, see me you know, floating over them. Yeah. You know how cats usually curl up in the crook of your leg? I've done that mm. to Hodge, you know, just kind oh, of curled nice. up in the crook of... Yeah. I come find Marley and I curl up in the crook of her neck. Like, <laughs> a, like a cat. Russian doll of crooked neckedness. <laughs> Cute. Okay, so that's... <laughs> have another long rest, even though you just had one. Nice. Super health. Oh, I wrote a whole thing about how Chirongus how she was going to profess that like books and written history are her passions and that you know now that that blue dragon's gone she wanted to um Study take it. up the job of like documenting and scribing all the horrific events that are taking place around the world oh wow but i forgot about that okay. <laughs> my bad nice idea yeah. though you could squeeze that in the edit i can't do there's, there's lots of josh you overestimate what i can do okay <laughs> and you underestimate is. what i can't <laughs> Um, okay, so you wake up in the morning and, yeah, the, in the full morning light, you get a better look at, like, the absolute destruction of this city. And it is just piles of rocks, and uh, which is a real shame because it was a large city to begin with. And it's where Marley's family was going when they left their farm initially mm. as well. So, like, in, if things had gone slightly differently, they could have been here and she could have been here, which might dawn dawn on her yeah uh, no it already has which is the whole reason why she was helping because she's like this could have been me this could have been my family i will help Mm. you know those who are here until i can't help anymore yeah and tressel would have still been here too if he'd stayed with shirongas wow i was only thinking about shirongas fuck everybody else (laughs) in fact i'm not even gonna go to the final battle hashtag i'm out (laughs) yeah See yous. Whereas Marley is already packing quite seriously, feeling, you know, like, because is, is it today or tomorrow? Today is the final day. The surge is now tomorrow. Yeah. Oof. So she's quite seriously sort of packing her things back up after having like breakfast and, you know, and she would have sort of been quite quiet, like uncharacteristically, because usually Marley is quite a morning person, sort of bounces out of bed and is like singing away to herself as she's cooking breakfast and stuff. But today it's just, there's not much coming out of Marley, like at all. And that's weird for her to be so quiet. Yeah. Okay. Trestlespoon's watching her while he's still kind of sleeping in Hodge and he kind of mumbles in a slightly sleepy tone. Are you... Yeah, you okay? Molly nods and she's just like, well, today I could... I, 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 I could be meeting Tap. I I maybe should have been with my family, Tris. I mean, watching you with Sharongus. If I died, I've missed out on saying goodbye. But... We- no, no, this seemed more important. And and she's you can tell she's like like just kind of feeling the weight of that decision, like, you know. A um a flower like appears in front of your face. Hi, I'm Damien. Good <laughs> <Yeah>. morning. 
Yeah, and she sort of absentmindedly pats Damien on the head and takes the flower and she's like, but the world, you know, needs saving. Trestlespoon looks at her in the eyes as best he can and says, we'll see them after. And she nods. She's like, I, I, I hope so, Tress. Will you, just in case, tell my family for me how much I love them? Of course. I okay. th- I think they would know that already, but I can tell them. Yeah, she nods and she's like, I, if anything happens to you, I'll make sure I come back here if I can, Tris. Thank you. Find Sharongus. She nods. She turns to Arcus, who's like probably still asleep drinking Mai Tais in a hammock, right? Like, like half half asleep with the Mai Tais. Like, just like all of, all of my people live in a different dimension. <laughs> and and Molly nods like quite seriously at Arcus and is like, well, if I survive, I need to find Bamfor in whatever dimension he's in. So I'll make sure I fight for yours too. It's okay, if I feel like I'm going to die, I'll just plane shift. <laughs> oh. Thank you. You totally could. Thanks, just Traitor. <laughs> just be like, I'm probably going to die, so I'm out. <laughs> well, listen, well, I'll come back afterwards because I can bring people back to life <laughs> for up to centuries. <laughs> yeah, and Molly hands uh, Arcus, like, a copy of something. So she pulls out, like, she's she's got, like, three copies of this thing and it's a it's it's a serious like book um and she's the water cycle <laughs> she's been like scribbling in it for ages you assume she's just been writing songs or poems or whatever then she hands you one copy and she's like I, I know you can't really hang on to stuff but if you can find a way to hang on to this it's it's our story it's called my immortal <laughs> yeah it's it's our story until now i go to put it like in my pocket but then i realize how damp that is yes <laughs> so i lift up my hat for today which <laughs> is a fez and <laughs> i put it underneath my hat <laughs> and you can read that story at ison.fandom.com <laughs> on our wiki <laughs> yeah does it say it's dry up there does it not fall through you the, you make cloud dense enough. I'm I'm dense enough. It's just if it's like inside my where I keep stuff in inside of my cloudness, but I've created there's a hole in a hat, you know? Okay. okay. Like a fez, like it sits there's a hole up there, so there's airspace. Okay, fair play. Like an attic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool. Like a slightly damp attic. You wouldn't want to leave it up there for a long time because then it'll get moldy, but I'll take it out and aerate it when I'm reading it. Yeah. Nice. She's like, tell, you know, if if you do survive, you, now you can share our story. The story of the Apple Squadeth and what we tried to do. First trans-dimensional story. Yeah. Love that. And she gives one to Trestlespoon as well, and she says, I'll keep writing in this one as long as I can. If if we survive, well, I'll still have it. It'll be a living document. Sounds great to me. Okay. The story continues. Yeah. <laughs> now for the day's activities. Yeah, speaking of the story continues, so do you find um, yourself some kind of breakfast or do you just get on with, like... No, I think Molly what, I mean, was do you have cooking. a plan for today? Molly was just cooking <laughs> rations, essentially. 
you know, like not really going for fancy breakfast, just doing basics so that we could. You got a carb load. Well, yeah, I mean, they're, they're like powdered mashed potatoes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, That's right. We're a sports team. We just eat like a lot of rice and yeah. some bread with some potatoes eggs, on top. Raw yeah. eggs yeah. and a cup. Yeah, with baked beans. No one's ever yeah. gotten sick after eating raw eggs, so that'll be good. With wheat bix and some yogurt. Yeah, <laughs> and I think I think that's still quite early. Brad, like she sort of did all of that, giving out the stories and stuff. Stuff she's been thinking about doing just in case for a while, and she's like, "Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. Ready for what? Like you haven't made a plan to, for for the day? No, I know, but go? but yeah. So she she turns to Tristanakis and says. Do we go now? I think we should. We should probably prepare the area, right? We're going to need a day to prepare for whatever's going to come. Oh, boy. Yep. You're right. Yep. It makes sense. Yep. Let's go. Let's go. And and she turns to Damien and is like, Damien, we need you to do the one thing that you were made to do. You are Damien. You are Damien. Yeah. Say it, Damien. Say it. His his face, which is uh, like, it's a beautiful flower, but with like a horrific demonic face in it (laughs) and like thorny teeth. And he just, he turns his head to you, Arcus, very excitedly and just goes, yeah, I am Damien. I am Damien. And I've been eating meat. I am Damien. (laughs) And he looks around (laughs) back and forward at all of you. Oh my God. And then he calms down and he's like, oh, wait. Oh, the thing. You want me to the thing? Okay. Uh, do you remember? Sorry. Do you remember everybody that you need to call, Damien? There's a lot of them. Uh, uh, uh. Tell me them again. And this is the opportunity for you, the players, to list off people that you would like to have available. They don't have to come. Like they're not forced. They don't suddenly just appear and be like, "Fuck, I didn't want to be here." They're given an option. Okay. Man four. Man four and his mice. Bad for his mice. Obviously, uh, like to to name the NPCs first. So let's get them out of the way. Uh, and we want yep. River and her party, like of people. The bowstring. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can we have that? Um. Who was, who was the one that everyone hated? Oh, the... Trantis. No, 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 no. The um. <laughs> you can bring tr- you can bring Trantis. That's fine yeah. by me. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, um, on the boats when we went boating. Nio. Nio. Nio, yeah, let's bring Nio. <laughs> you can bring Nio. Poor Nio, what's she going to do at the final battle? I have battle? no idea. <laughs> I want Kay? Nio. Nio? Because uh, River and the Bowstring 3. Nio. Yeah, definitely like the mice. I second that. All the mice or like... <laughs> yeah, and they like, can be led, they can be led mice, by rain. Like, yeah. Yeah. The, the warrior okay. mice, like not all of the mice, because you don't want to bring the babies and the, you know. Unless they're particularly voracious. Yeah. The aggressive babies will take. I'm writing down warrior mice to be led by rain. Mm-hmm. So this is rain's moment to shine. Yeah. Rain or shine. We don't know we about rain, Jeff so. and Simon, but I would want Jeff and Simon there. <laughs> I'm just putting it down because I would want them they're there. Mice. Well, one of them is. The other one's yeah. pigeon. <laughs> is this all you're summoning from around the world? Uh, no, um, freaking hell! Um, I want the resistance, like Zayth and Cray. Um, that necromancer wizard 
Fadan. Fadan, yeah. Uh, could you bring people from my dimension? So, is, so you would, you would think that you would, like that would be part of. So the way that this will mechanically work is that whoever is in your, like your hearts and your intent mm. for who you think should be invited to this, mm-hmm. that's who Damien will know to involve. I think I would probably include um, what's his name, Troy's character. Oh yep, Zeph. Because he's he's been with me for everything before I came to Aizen. Even if that's so like a mistake thing <laughs> that he shows up. <laughs> yeah, and and your cousin Fergus or just Zeph? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, maybe Fergus. I don't know. We weren't as close, you know. <laughs> In my heart, it might be more Zeph than Fergus. <laughs> okay, Josh. Do you have any people you've met along the way that you might? Um, there was a big rabbit I met about seventy years ago. <laughs> I'd like him to come. <laughs> big rabbit. Big rabbit. Yeah. Okay. What's your rabbit friend's name? His name was Baloney. <laughs> Amazing. Did we make friends with a frost giant at some point? Was that something that happened? Yeah, mm. you've got a frost giant called Makareri who <gasps> led the other frost giants. Can we also have George the Spider? Stephen, I mean, Stephen the, the spider. spider. And What about that jazz frog that helped us? Yeah, Porter. Definitely Porter. Excellent. Okay. Oh, Arcus, do you think that you would want swift to be there swift is already in this realm then yes yeah yeah marley has met him could you bring some more weather systems with you arcus <laughs> but that's that would be zeph your buddy the hurricane i know who i want but i'm trying to remember a goddamn <laughs> name captain bright okay daria bright would you and you the, would, would marley maybe the, summon oh, no tap? no what's his name the two-headed soldier white and robinson okay um i definitely would summon tap i asked him okay i i did not leave enough space on my paper for this but okay let's get <laughs> sorry i was thinking oh. about people that i know have been helpful to us could we invite the two kobolds that we made friends with before? Uh, kobold waffles and kobold yes. mario <laughs> what i was actually looking for is the name of the dude that gave us killian red um who gave us the very first quest ever yeah, the leader of the resistance. Yeah, yeah, because I think okay. she'd want to show Killian what he recruited. Yep. You know, like it's like we, we you started this. Killian. We were we were pretty crappy until we got those good roles where I did my crossbow right through the guy's eye and pinned him to the wall in the um in the meeting hall when Bamfor gave the bag of uh shit onto the the table with the bag of gold <laughs> you know way back then Man. um oh my goodness so in terms of player characters that are being invited so guests we've got fadan um played by alex white robinson um maybe zeph from arcus's realm uh, played by uh troy mm-hmm. we've got it was Trantus was mentioned, I know, I played just, by Adam Wright, but I, you wouldn't summon him. Like you wouldn't. I don't want know him that I there. want him to be there. Like as much, I would be more worried he'd be on bloody Crover's side, um, <laughs> and, that, and then we would have just summoned another person to fight. That would be pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'd be hilarious, but. Um, so Alex and Troy. Um, what about uh, Drew uh, slash Hot Beans hot slash Cold, cold Beans? beans. Yeah. I mean, would yeah. he end up coming with the Kiore, the the warriors, anyway? He's not with them anymore. He's in the city of Kaplain helping them oh, sort yeah. of tidy up that other druids mess. That's right. That's right. That's right. 
sorry to sort of put you all on the spot and try and reminisce about characters. I know. But like, this is the this is the final roll call. It's Avengers the final Assemble. roll call. Well, I mean, what about Afamare? Is that someone that we can call? Yeah, well, that's that's the uh, another that's another demon. That's Zero. Yeah. Um, who was last played by Reagan? Mm, that's right. <laughs> we have we have Jobler. No. <laughs> Jobler does not come when you call. Jobler <laughs> live elsewhere. <laughs> I mean, that would be pretty funny, though. Um, I'm just actually going back through my notes right now. Zigglemail? <laughs> yeah, well, I actually thought about that, but Marley's already sung to the Zigglemail asking for help, so she figures the Zigglemail will or won't on her own schedule because chaos, you know? Yeah. Um, can we have lip kites? <laughs> Lit kites. I was gonna have lit kites appear as well for a special reason. Nice. Oh. Do we see if Damien can summon Ban Four? Oh, he um, can't yeah, do you it. You can certainly try it. He can't do it. Uh, Hawker and Kevbin. Yep, that's two more guest players. Hawker being Reese mm-hmm. and Kevbin. What? He? No, that was James. James. Wow, this final thing's gonna be big. This very much is, and, and Josh just said before, this is like Avengers Assemble. This is like Endgame at this point where all the portals appear and it's like, on your left. <laughs> Arcus, is there anyone that you've that you've come across since being in this realm that you'd be like, oh yeah? Why not? Even, even as a laugh? Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like I've already said the ones that I thought like that with like Steven and... Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> like we just grabbed like the tavern shop owner. <laughs> like... <laughs> Just grab Paul from the craft heaven. Yeah. <laughs> no, let's, let's not. Paul and Tyler and be like, what are we doing here? Oh, could 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 we grab that dragon we just made friends with? Oh, Jamie. Mm. The um, silver dragon. Mm-hmm. That's genius. <gasps> oh my god. I don't know why I didn't think of it before, but can we have Goro? <laughs> I was hoping you'd say that. Because I've made stats for Goro. But, oh my god, can we have Goro and the Furbirds? <laughs> That's a great band name. Right. But, so here's what I thought was going to happen to on, in this session, is that you would wake up in the morning, you would check in with Haydet and be like, what's a mission that's going on in the world that today's our last day? And he would say, oh, ah, Squatteth, yes, good thing you're checking in. There are some green dragons attacking Farhaven. Uh, oh Binky and Dindle Twain have called you. And, uh, Binky and oh, Dindle but don't worry, Goral's there. And there was going to be Goror helping them fight green dragons and then you to show up and help as well. Oh, I'm kind of sad we didn't do that now. But I I honestly think that Mali would be like, okay, we've put off this enough. Like, it's time. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, it, it is time to get there. You don't want to leave it to the last minute. Yeah. Or you don't want to die before you even go. Yeah. <laughs> and I've written down um, that if Trantis was there, he would do, insert spoiler. <laughs> but, I mean, that's up to you if you summon him or not. Oh, we got to put him in. He might be able to get there by other means. He does have a powerful demon as his master. I think so. we'll leave that up to you, Brad. Like, I don't think Damien calls him into being. But if Adam ends up there playing Trantis, I'm okay with that. It's just that that'll just be what it is. Um, And what happened to the um, duck shark? I'm sh- absolutely sure that's not its name. Yeah. Sai. Sai? Sai the shark? Yeah, Sai the shark. Um, <laughs> 
got sent back to the chaos realm he came from. Okay, so potentially could we have Sai? Sai <laughs> the show? Oh my god, yes! I'm, these like these are question marks. You can try. Yeah. Ones in other realms are going to be tricky, but I mean, if, if that's what you got, I mean, you you've you've made a bigger list than I made, so. Nice. I think you've covered a lot. Cool. I went back through I mean, all you, of. You haven't got Baldini and his and his mute son Robert, who oh, wouldn't yeah. really help. Um, uh, Irene and Griff from um, from Fort yeah, Pithlock. Yeah, I know. I, I did actually think about Fort Pithlock, but I went. You know, we've traumatized I don't know how, but I felt enough. the spit on my face from Pithlock. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, we've traumatized that poor place enough, like, without yanking people out of it to come fight the surge, you know? Yeah. Do we have any ghost friends? Yes, we do underneath the city of Stonemore, but I don't think they can actually leave. Oh, yeah. Tok, yeah. Tok Stonemore is, is permanently stuck in a summoning circle. Yeah. yeah. It's like a ghost would be helpful somehow. Mm. Well, Fadan could probably make one. That's yeah, true. probably. Fadan and his army of friggin' undead. If anybody dies around him, he'll probably just resurrect them straight away. <laughs> You'd just be like, that's one more for the labor force. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, if, yeah, if that's, I if think that's, that's what it. you got. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you you talk to damien and he gets all excited like yeah i'm damien and then yeah he realizes like oh it's time to do the the thing and then he goes quiet for a moment like really and still too and his face sort of shrivels and shrinks a little bit into (laughs) the flower he looks a lot more like just a regular plant for a moment and then you notice that roots shoot down out of him into the ground like really powerfully like like really striking the ground burying himself deep into the the earth and then he glows fiercely green bright like blinding you have to look away and what you don't see is that all around the world wherever people are like in front of river river is currently um actually let me look at the timeline because river had her own story i'm sorry river I like to think that she would know that I wouldn't call her unless it was deathly important, you know? Yeah, you, I mean, you already, I you already told her, her that yeah. you would need her. Um, oh, okay, yeah, no, we're well after the last thing I gave for her story. So she is um, just in a forest not that far out of Dantonere, and suddenly in front of her, this big plant just like shoots up from the ground and it looks almost almost like a phone booth it's just like a green hood sticking up out of the ground and she hears a message in her mind it's a, a kindly voice like a like a grandmotherly loving tender voice that just says to her hello river my name is kashtar you may or may not know me but i have known you for a very long time you may or may not believe in me but i most definitely believe in you and i'm proud of you the world of Ison is at a crossroads a powerful threat that has plagued this world for untold eons is on the precipice of ultimate victory millions of lives perhaps all lives rest on a knife's edge and the need for heroes is greater now than ever before the apple squadeth your friends have requested your help. It is your choice if you join them. 
I will not lie to you, River. The hero's path is dangerous, and good lives will almost certainly be lost in the trials to come. For that, I am truly, truly sorry. If you choose to accept this invitation, step forward whenever you are ready to heed the call of the Apple Squadeth. And then all, all around the world, these people you've named are having that exact thing happen. Wherever they are, even if they're sailing on the ocean, a huge root is just like shum shooting up from, from below the water's surface to above, forming this green hood that they can just step into. Just step out of whatever they're doing, whatever their life is at that moment. Just be like, all right, I'm enlisting in whatever this is. And this, this kindly voice gives each and every one of them this request. And then in front of you, Damien, his body begins to change and he starts to grow beyond a flower and his leaves grow really wide and form this large canopy, like almost like a giant tent, uh, like a marquee. And it, it fully encloses itself to just a big green mass of a room that you can walk into. And you, no, no, nothing is said to you, but you feel that walking into that room is the same as walking to your goal mm. it's like i stand here in this destroyed city or i walk into a room and that room is going to be a whole different thing yeah and molly steps forward calling hodge to her side instead of like brushes her fingers on the outside of this room as she goes to step in not even looking at tress and arcus and stuff like everybody's going to make their own choices she can't make them for them arcus quickly leans forward and grabs Marley's hand as she starts walking in and like, like don't do it no 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 like looks her in the eyes and makes co eye contact like we're in this together and then reaches out behind with a hand extended to trestle spoon and as Marley goes to like she squeezes your hand back kind of as much as you can squeeze a cloud like grateful <laughs> and she touches and she's like uh forget not the mother of all things she is powerful and we are thankful and I just step straight in. Uh, yeah, you walk into, and so it, what it looks like it should look like from the outside is that you're just walking into a green room. But what you see is the city behind you just disappears and you find yourself in a very busy, crowded like there's lots of people, all all of whom you summoned, apart from a, a few that were already there. A clearing of tall, knee high grass that is just blowing in a gentle breeze, and it's just surrounded by really ancient looking trees. And in the middle of the clearing is just a like a stone, a constructed stone pool of about ten to fifteen feet wide, and it's just this bright, glowing, golden liquid in it. And you see Fendel and Deris, the sorcerers that you sent here like 12 hours ago. Yeah. And they are like eating breakfast with an elven woman who looks quite a bit like them. And you see a lot of familiar faces. You see Goror, the rock monster creature who defies <laughs> um, uh, all other known races and exists. You see uh, across the meadow, Marley, you see River and her allies and they look very excited and um you also see a, like you make eye contact with river and she starts running towards you but then you see like slightly off to the side tap yeah 
your childhood love and he's like oh shit yes yeah. <laughs> uh and i think i think her breath catches but she holds up a finger to river because she's like this wait and she tries to find like somewhere to stand on top of like is there like a barrel or a wagon or something she can kind of stand up on Um, no all these people have sort of just arrived here the only possessions are people's belongings that they had on them and a few the few adventurers who made their way here they have like their traveling Mm, packs and things like that the only things that rise above the grass are the people standing and there's a few large rock structures yeah okay can i stand on like like quickly scamper up the back of hodge and stand on the back of hodge and and just say to everybody hello my name is marley I have called you all here. Thank you for coming. And like, that's how she'll start. Yeah, I don't know if anything happens before that. Like, I know River will probably stop running and I know you guys will do shit. Yeah. I haven't gone through yet. (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah. So that's what Marley sees in the front. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And JD, so Arcus follows behind. Did Trissle Spoon grab onto my hand? Yeah, I took a, I breathed in and took a big exhale, and then I grabbed onto your cloudy mitt and entered through with you. Nice, nice. Yeah, so Arcus, the same thing. You you crossed the threshold, and suddenly you are in this just the completely different place. This this ring of trees with a big clearing and the the knee high waving grass, and this this huge amount of gathered people. Marley is right there, standing on top of Hodge. Um, yeah, and you see people you've you've encountered on this journey, and lots of people whom you haven't. Mm. I think I take it like a deep breath, <laughs> just take in the the atmosphere and the energy, and then I see <laughs> Stephen the Spider. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I... you see this. Yeah, people are <laughs> at the same time. People are like in amazing like wonderment. They know that a magical thing is happening. They've been summoned to be here yeah. by uh, by this like obviously powerful thing, and they were given your names, so they knew that like this is a thing. Like we're not being tricked right into some weird thing. Um, I think Ark is a bit overwhelmed by all the people, so it's just like hello, hi, hello, hello, yeah, hello, hi, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the same time, as people are feeling a bit overwhelmed by like oh shit like our lives are now this Mm. suddenly while also being like like feeling important like we're we're involved in whatever is a big event they're also kind of like what is that like who is that what is that (laughs) well like oh there's a giant spider like what is (laughs) happening here um there's a giant spider talking to a frog with sunglasses what is going on um you do arcus do see swift here nice Uh, yeah swift makes eye contact with you across the clearing and it's it's very clear to you that like oh okay yep i'm about to talk to swift (laughs) yeah so get ready for this guy hey lord arcus it's been so long i heard you were in this realm trisora told me that you came here now it's like how and trisora's like shit i don't know (laughs) that wasn't supposed to happen it was a giant wolf it was a giant wolf oh you know how the water cycle is (laughs) <laughs> Amazing. And what does Trestlespoon do when he gets through? Well, Trestlespoon is immediately annoyed by the grass scraping the bottom of his chin. <laughs> uh, he hears the thumping in the distance and he runs to go find uh, Baloney, who is <laughs> stomping his, his paw on the ground. 
Um, you're gonna have oh, when, to just... when sorry, when they find each other, they do the craziest handshake high five you've you've ever seen. It 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 can't even be described. Okay. <laughs> I'll get you to roll investigation to see if how Weasley you find Baloney the rabbit, oh, and that's no. the final roll of the chapter. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, I got 12. That's pretty mediocre, eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, 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 you don't find baloney very quickly. It takes a while. He's shorter than the grass. Uh-huh. You're only slightly taller than the grass. It's probably yeah. at the point where Marley's saying her speech or whatever, which I haven't written yet, so please don't make me do it yet. Um, but, like... <laughs> And then she's like, and that's Trezzlespoon. Like, you know, she'd be introducing you all and you're like waving and then Baloney finds you. Like, it's like, oh, it happens yeah. like that. Sweet yeah. Baloney. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. And I, I, I mean, I guess everyone is gathered. The pieces are in place for the final things. Wow. The, the big bad event happens tomorrow. Oh, there's so many things I have to say to people in this vicinity and that's the end of the episode (laughs) (laughs) oof yep well it was it was lovely to see baloney (laughs) yeah it makes the whole I mean that's what the whole fate of Ison is it's do does Trisipoon eventually reunite with baloney yes (laughs) good night everybody (laughs) see you later continuity is important we did it kids The Apple Squadeth is finally at the Surge! They did it! Well, I mean, the Surge happens tomorrow, but they're at least at the wellspring of Harrog where the Surge is gonna happen, and so are a whole big pile of their allies. Will Crover try any last-ditch attempts to make sure the Wielders don't receive the Surge? Will the Squadeth and their allies still be alive tomorrow? Find out in Chapter 7, everybody. As you all know, we've got some great supporters over on Patreon. Alex White Robinson, Person Who Wants to Stay Anonymous, Robert Baldino, Irene Cucci, Laura Christine Goodwin and James Blyser, Sarge Hodgkins, Laura Douglas, Mel Zegler, Roger Afamata, Sam Malcolm, Kadron Faris, Lauren Flake, Kai Diela, Renica Valsic, Kevin Swift from the Dice Cult, Ben Edwards, Victorian Giver Porter, Daniel Nickers from the Happy Go Lucky Podcast, KP Squished, Alexandra Lickkites, Andrew Evans, Danny Holman from the Grad of It Podcast, Kevin Carver, Dakota Shemansky, Damian Lubriton, Andrew M, Sharongas from Twizel, Jared from the Indie Film Review, Jamie Phillips, Ezekiel Tarabarelli, The Gamatron, and Christian Holswitch. Thank you to everybody who has joined the resistance so far and giving us the support that we need to make this happen. Thank you very much. Uh, And uh, yeah, thank to all of our listeners. Uh, We really appreciate having you with us on the epic journey that was Chapter 6. I know that we traveled all around the world and did a whole lot of things, but we're finally where we need to be. And we look forward to bringing you more Ison very soon. All right, bye for now, everyone. DM Brad out. Necropoticon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen.